Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Robert Velasquez, podcasting for respiratorycarestore.com. And today we'll be talking about interstitial lung disease. Interstitial lung disease is actually a generic name for a group of very similar diseases that have many symptoms in common. For this reason, a proper diagnosis is necessary in order to receive proper treatment. The common characteristic is that the lungs become inflamed, resulting in tissue damage. The American Thoracic Society affirms that other compartments uh, of the lung, including the airways, trachea, bronchi, bronchioles, the blood vessels, and the pleura, uh, may also be affected depending on the specific disease. Another name for ILD is diffuse parenchymal lung disease. The way the tissue becomes damaged is that the cells surrounding the alveoli go through a fibrotic process. Alveoli are functional units of the lungs. They're small air sacs through which the exchange of gases, namely oxygen and carbon dioxide, occur. This function is vital to respiration. If they lose their function, we cannot properly take in oxygen and expel carbon dioxide, which is the normal breathing mechanism. If the cells surrounding the alveoli are destroyed by fibrosis, the lungs suffer greatly. The end result is pulmonary inflammation that gives way to respiratory insufficiency, a deadly consequence, of course. Under normal conditions, alveoli fill up with oxygen during inhalation. Uh, during exhalation, the carbon dioxide in our blood goes to our alveoli so they can be breathed out during exhalation. As mentioned above, the first phase of ILD is that the lung becomes fibrotic and the interstitium begins to scar. This is called fibrosis. Due to this altered state of respiration, alveoli become rigid and are unable to expand when the lungs fill up with air. As such, the amount of oxygen that we can take in becomes limited, as is our ability to expel carbon dioxide. When this disease is in its advanced stages, breathing turns into quite a difficult task with each passing year. There are over 310 pathologies that coincide with the concept of interstitial lung disease, though most of them are very infrequent. The most common are pneumoconiosis, extrinsic allergic alveolitis, sarcoidosis, and idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis. Some of these examples can also cause issues in other organs as well. Some studies suggest that just over 49% of ILD cases correspond to idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis and sarcoidosis. However, this is not fully corroborated since an exact diagnosis is not always made. Interstitial pulmonary diseases can sometimes run their course relatively fast. Other times, the affectation is more gradual and slow. As a result, some patients present mild symptoms in the beginning of the disease, while others show very severe manifestations. ILD can remain stable, but it can change its severity at any given moment. Some of the causes of ILD are not always determined. It's suspected that one of the factors that precipitate its appearance is the inhalation of toxic materials such as mineral carbon, asbestos, iron dust, and silicone. As stated by the American Lung Association, ILDs can be caused by exposure to hazardous chemicals, certain medications, and medical treatments. Some autoimmune diseases can also give rise to ILD. Among them we see rheumatoid arthritis, sarcoidosis, and lupus. Uh, medications are a possible cause too, and of course, one of the major killers and biggest risk factors 
is the consumption of tobacco or cigarette smoke. Symptoms, diagnosis, and prognosis. Well, the most glaring symptom is difficulty breathing. At first, the resistance by the lungs to proper breathing is noticed during heavy exercise. It is then presented in daily activities such as eating or speaking. A crackling sound can be heard during auscultation of the thorax. There's also dry coughing, weight loss, fatigue, and joint pain. During the advanced stages of ILD, the base of the nails becomes abnormally enlarged. The skin, lips, and nails turn purple due to low oxygen saturation in the blood. Clinical diagnostic tests are ordered by the physician to paint the full picture of the patient's condition. Such tests include radiography of the thorax, a CT scan, an echocardiogram, pulmonary biopsy, bronchoscopy, and arterial blood gasometry. The prognosis of interstitial lung disease depends on the cause that actually produced the illness and the timing of the diagnosis, whether it was diagnosed early or very late. However, the most difficult one to treat is idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis since the cause obviously is unknown. Well, that's it for today for me, folks. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Again, this is Robert Velasquez, podcasting for respiratorycarestore.com. Thank you.